You're listening to the Run Your Business Like a Boss podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Christy Robinson, your host. I'm here to advocate for you, the business owner who's knee deep in the messy middle. If you're tired of feeling stretched, overworked and overwhelmed, you're in the right place. My goal is to help you streamline, systemize and create a strategy that enables you to step from stressed out worker to the boss of your business. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, boss, and welcome back to the Run Your Business Like a Boss podcast. Happy New Year! I'm not sure about you, but I've always loved new beginnings, whether it's the beginning of a new year, a fresh notebook, or maybe even a new birth age. I just love it all. I love standing at the beginning and thinking about the possibilities of what's to come. It's like a reset or a line in the sand, don't you think? And new beginnings can happen at any time, but of course, this happens to be the beginning of the new year. Although, regardless of when you've hit play on this episode, be it when the episode comes live or if it's even in September, who knows? It doesn't actually really matter. It's just more that I wanted to have this conversation now because it is the beginning of the year and we're all in exactly the same place at the same time. In this episode, I wanted to create space to unpack success steps for the upcoming year. I know that you want to head into 2022 with focus. You've got big dreams for your business. And as I said before, we are full of possibilities. We obviously don't know what's going to happen in the world around us. And that is something we need to manage and deal with as as time goes by. However, In this episode, I wanted to really set the path for success. My intention here, though, is to provide a starting point for you to think about what this year might look like for you and for your business. I've said many times before on the podcast, awareness is where it all starts. And in this episode, it's not about shoulds, but instead exploring opportunities to move through your year with focus and intention. That sounds amazing, right? Before we dive in, if you haven't already done so, I recommend you tune in to my previous episode, Reflection, a guided business review, because before you think about looking forward, it's essential to take stock of your current state of play. So go back and check that out if you haven't already listened to it. Now let's dive into the seven success steps. Number one, planning and goal setting. Often we think of planning as something you should do at the very start of your business, but the truth is, is planning and goal setting should be something that you're doing regularly, not just at the beginning of a new year, but throughout the year as well. Creating a planning cadence in your business is what will keep you moving forward and avoid the trap of simply relying on momentum to just propel your business forward. Whereas when you create a planning cadence in your business, That's what allows you to build your business with intention and you'll get up a faster pace if you are actually driving the business forward through planning and goal setting. I do a deep dive into planning in episode number 12, why you need to plan in your business. So if you want to know more about this particular space, then please do go back and check out that episode. For me, I prefer 
when it comes to planning to zoom out towards the vision and then set a long range goal like an annual goal and then break that down into quarterly goals. However, there is no one right way when it comes to goal setting. So for you, it might be that you prefer to set monthly goals. That's entirely your choice. Now, when it comes to planning, this is about simply understanding what it is that you want to achieve for example, the goal, and then reverse engineering that into a set of clear actions so that you know what you need to do in order to achieve that goal. And this is the step that a lot of people miss when it comes to setting goals is that you set goals and you have no real means of how you're going to actually achieve it. So the planning process is a key component and not one to be missed. Another great benefit of goal setting and planning is it prevents you from getting caught on bright, shiny object syndrome. And I know a lot of people have a hard time with this. When you create space to plan and goal set, it allows you to make decisions from a place of, as I said, intention, rather than executing on ideas from a knee-jerk reaction. Success step number two is to take focused action. And This can be one of the biggest challenges for many business owners is that they get stuck in busy work. It takes a lot of different elements to run a business. And as I've mentioned before in previous episodes, when you're starting out and you don't have as many clients, it's entirely appropriate for you to do all of the things, right? So it might be that you have more time than money, for example. And as your business grows and as your business gets busier, you will reach a point where you'll hit your cap and you won't be able to take on any more work. And so then what do you do from there? Yes, of course, you can increase your prices and then that will obviously tweak your revenue and profit and whatnot, but you reach your cap. If you are finding yourself that you're stuck in busy work when, you know, really you could be creating bigger impact in your business, this is where this step becomes really important. And this is more than just trying to hack your time. This is more than trying to put in time management tools in your business. This is actually looking at your business from a bird's eye perspective. So the first part of this would be to understand your sweet spot or understand your zone of genius and build your business from there. If your zone of genius, for instance, is the strategic element of the service that you offer to your clients, but it's not necessarily other elements that are required in order to deliver the full transformation, then really zeroing in on that piece of work. What does that look like? And then how do you introduce or incorporate team and tech to support that. So it might be that you have systems in place that automate the customer journey. It might be that you have a team around you, be it PAYG or so employees or outsource taking care of elements of your business that aren't necessarily sitting in your zone of genius. There are only so many hours in the day. And if you're at a point where you're at capacity, then you trying to do all of the things doesn't actually make business sense. So in order to avoid getting stuck in busy work, then you need to look at your business from a more holistic perspective. Success step number three is to measure your metrics. I've made no secret of my love of data and it's not because I love numbers. And in fact, I believe it or not, I didn't even do maths in year 12 because I didn't enjoy maths at all, which is quite ironic given that I went on to study financial services and do bond pricing and complex mathematical uh, equations. However, 
I look at data in a very different way. I don't look at data as in I'm just crunching numbers. Data informs my decisions. So I love to interpret the data and then work out what do I need to do more of or what do I need to do less of or what's working in my business, what's not working, all of those sorts of things. When you're not looking at your metrics, in some ways you're driving blind, right? You don't really understand what's happening around your business and you can't really figure out what do you need to tweak in order to reach those goals and whatnot. So this isn't about spending hours and hours of analysis. It's simply about understanding the key drivers and the key metrics in your business so that you know what you need to take action on. And as I shared in the last episode, Reflection informs your goals and actions. You're not going to keep heading down a path if the numbers are telling you that it's not working. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say you have to measure this, 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 and this, and that you have to do it on this time frame, because the truth is, is that that's going to look different from one business to the next. So I encourage you to think about what is it that you want to measure? What is important to your business? And then how frequently are you going to sit down and analyze that data? Moving on to success step number four is to set and instate your boundaries. Now, this is, again, another thing that many business owners struggle with, and it's for this reason that I wanted to bring this into this conversation. If you want a deeper dive on this topic, head over to episode number 10, Five Steps to Creating Better Boundaries. It's here that you'll get probably all the information that you need to really unpack your boundaries and, and how, to, how to set those in your business. But here's the thing. There are many reasons why business owners struggle with boundaries. Number one is a strong desire to be of service. So you give, give, give because you do want to support your clients. Number two is the blended nature of life and online business. And that's only been amplified through the COVID era. And number three is a love and addiction to work and the business. And the truth is, is that that last point is something that many people struggle with. And I think that we often think about boundaries as being something we need to create between ourselves and our clients, but sometimes it needs to be created from the business to yourself. So here are a few truths when it comes to boundaries. Number one, it's a constant. You'll always need to work on boundaries. There will never really be that set and forget aspect. Number two is that it's your business, so it's your choice. What might be a hard boundary for you may not be for someone else. So there's no real hard and fast rules when it comes to what the boundaries look like. And lastly, boundaries are not fixed. And this piggybacks off that very first point. Just because you are okay with something today doesn't mean that you're going to be okay with that in six months time. So it's okay to shift those boundaries as you and your business evolves. Success step number five is to invest in you and your business. Investing in you and your business is an absolute must. Yes, you got your business to this far on your own, but can you get it to that next level on your own? Getting support is what's really going to allow that to happen. So how you invest in your business is going to look different from one person to the next, just like with everything we've talked about in this episode. But here are some examples for you to think about for yourself. Number one is tools, systems, and automations. Yes, of course, this is going to be an investment of the tool itself, but also in getting it set up properly. I definitely recommend if you're investing in a big new tool that you want to get that set up properly. Now, you can spend hours trying to figure that out yourself, or you can invest in getting it done. 
Number two is outsourcing and resources. So as I mentioned earlier, leaning into your sweet spot and freeing up your time so that you get to be the CEO and the boss of your business that will then allow you to, again, take your business to that next level. So investing in getting people to help you with your business is an absolute must in this next phase. The next thing is investing in your own growth. Now, this can look differently from one to the next, and I will caveat any learning aspect that if you have reached capacity, it may not necessarily be the best use of your time to keep learning new skills. It might actually be worthwhile, you know, investing that elsewhere. But, you know, investing in yourself and ensuring that you're continually growing as a business owner is important. And the final one being is to hire a coach. Now, I say this because obviously I am a coach and I can see the real impact that having a coach has on my clients, but I've also been the beneficiary of being coached and I know the impact that it creates when you do have that dedicated support. A coach will hold space for you as the business owner. It allows someone to have access to all areas of your business so that you can be fully transparent and you can get support where you need it. A coach will help you to resolve those challenges as they come up, which again, allows you to keep moving forward, to keep moving towards those goals. A coach will challenge your thinking and they'll hold you accountable. There are so many benefits to having a coach. All right, so we're going to move on to success step number six, which is your business model. And I did start to touch on this earlier, but the business model is such an important part of, again, reaching that next level. And I know, again, if you listen to the podcast, you will have heard me talking a lot about the business model itself and the operations of the business. I truly believe that building a business is much like building a house. It all starts with laying the groundwork and then you need to have that engineering, the structure to hold the house up. You need to be able to build the house before you can decorate it. And there's so much emphasis and focus around marketing and sales and branding and all of those flashy things. And whilst they are really, really important for the aesthetic of your business and to draw in and attract those ideal clients, if your operations or if your business model is not set up in a way that's going to support growth or that's going to allow for people to have an amazing experience with you, then that's going to present a massive problem. So if you truly want to have a business that you love, a business that's successful, you need to start to look at your business model and your structure. For example, things like what does your offer look like? You know, what is the pricing? Who is your ideal client? Who do you want to be working with? What is the transformation that you want to you want to make? What does that service delivery look like? How is the operation supporting you, the business owner, and your clients and the business? All of these things need to be wrapped up in the business model. And yes, when we get started, we set everything up and and we hit go and that will work early on, but is that really what you want to carry through into this next phase of your business? So really looking at your business model in 2022 and thinking about how does this actually fit now and into the future, not what's actually got you this far. And then making sure that you have goals that link back to that. All right, so we're going to move on to the seventh and final success step for this year. But honestly, you could be listening to this in 2024 and it's still going to apply Everything that I share here is timeless. Number seven is to prioritize joy. 
<laughs> okay, I will be completely honest here. I am not a very good singer, so that's probably the first and last time you'll hear me hit any kind of note on this show. Okay, so prioritizing joy. Too many business owners become hyper-focused around their business. I touched on this again earlier in that we love working in our business. You get into your hidey hole and you just create, create, create. You do, you do, you do. And the reason why I say that with good authority is because that has definitely been me in the past. And if I'm completely honest, if I don't focus on it, it can be me in the present, right? Because I love working. I love working in my business. But with any addiction, just because it feels good in the moment, is that going to serve you long term? Now, I'm not saying that you need to give up your business cold turkey or anything wild like that. It's simply about being aware of how else do you have joy in your life? Is it only coming from your business or is it coming from elsewhere? Because the truth is, is that your business gives you plenty of opportunity for those dopamine hits and that's what keeps you drawn in and you can go deeper and deeper and deeper and then come up for and go, oh, well, what's going on with my relationships or that thing that I used to love doing, or I don't have any hobbies or I don't, you know, I'm not looking after myself or any of those things. And that's why I wanted to bring this into this conversation because you can love your business, but you can also love your life. So think about it. What else do you want in your life this year aside from success inside your business? And how will you prioritize joy outside of your business? Now, if you want to know a little bit more about my journey with this, head over to episode number eight, Juggling Motherhood and Business. And you don't necessarily need to have children to get a lot out of that episode. Yes, it's talking about how I do the juggle, but I also dive into my own journey around things that I came up against in my first business that really led me to become a huge advocate for joy outside business. So there we go, boss. We have unpacked seven success steps for 2022. Although, as I've mentioned multiple times throughout the episode, this is timeless. You could be listening to this at any point and they're still going to be relevant. Let's do a quick recap. One, planning and goal setting. Two, taking focused action. Three, measuring your metrics. Four, setting and instating your boundaries. Five, investing in you and your business. Six, your business model. Seven, prioritize joy. So my question to you, boss, is what will you do with this information? You might be driving the car, walking the dog, unpacking the dishwasher, working or doing something else right now that you can't necessarily just step straight into, well, what do I do with it? But I encourage you, jump into your calendar and set aside time to take action. You could roll into another episode. You could do something else right now and it will all just wash away and it just becomes more noise. And that is not my hope for you. The bonus success step, if I'm honest, is implementation. Taking action is ultimately what's going to bring about change and results. If you get caught in consuming content and feeling good in that moment and going, yes, 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 that's going to be me. That's going to be me. But you don't pause and say, what does this actually look like? How could I actually put this into action? Why would I want to put this into action? And then implementing what you learn. But if you don't do any of that, it just feels good in the moment. So the bonus success step is implementation. And let's start here. What out of all of this do you want to put into motion? Do you want to put into play this year? My vision for not only my business, but also here on the podcast is to help you design and scale a sustainable and profitable business 
that aligns with your vision and lifestyle. And the only way that that vision can come alive is if you take action. If you're listening to the podcast and you love the content, what are you going to do with that? So whether it's on your own or whether you get personalized support, take the steps to make your dreams a reality. And these success steps are a wonderful place to start. Now, with all of that said, I'd love to remind you how I can be in there supporting you other than the podcast, which of course, I'm so grateful that I have this platform to be able to speak to you. But if you do want to work with me, Here are two ways you can do so. Number one is I have a business strategy day. This is a place where we come together here in Brisbane, or we could do it online if if that's your choosing, and we look at your business, we will map out your goals, we will create a plan for you so that you can untangle all of those thoughts and ideas and make a plan so that you can take action. Or number two is with my six-month business accelerated coaching program. This is a dedicated one-on-one coaching program to help you achieve your goals. We begin by auditing your business, looking at your current state of play. We map your vision, mission, and values, and we turn all of that into your annual goal, and we break that down into quarterly goals. You'll walk away with a strategic action plan by the end of month one, which details your step-by-step process to be able to achieve and reach your targets. You'll have my support all along the way with a WhatsApp conversation, as well as fortnightly coaching calls where we can address and overcome the challenges that will come up for you. This program accelerates your business, but more than that, it's that true ability to get in there and have someone have access to all areas that you get to be totally honest and transparent with. Now, if any of that sounds of interest to you, head over to the website, christyrobinson.com.au. That's a wrap, folks. Thank you so much, boss, for listening to this episode. I'd love to hear what you've pulled out. Take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram stories, and I shall share it too. I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving a review. And if you're not already doing so, connect with me over on Instagram. My handle is Christy Robinson underscore consulting. And listen up. If you're keen to learn more about how I can support you to run your business like a boss, check out the website, christyrobinson.com.au. Thanks again. And I look forward to chatting with you next time.